Okay, thank you so much everybody for joining me with for another episode of Real Talk with Adriana. I have today with me Kyle Hernandez with Hold Fast Inspections. First of all, Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me on. So just so that um, you know, our listeners know, um, can you tell us a little bit about you um, and your home inspection business and how you got started? You know, I actually, um, yeah, of course. I have actually worked a lot of different jobs through the years because actually we were talking about, I, I have been a musician for many years, so I've had many different hats of what I like to do, but I've always worked um, in management or, and I used to do a lot of stuff with construction. And it's funny, so when I was doing construction on these new homes, I'd see guys come in with clipboards and all dressed all fancy and making all the money. And I was like, hey, I want to do that, you know? So I actually went into the school for InterNACHI, which is interesting. I know a lot, a lot of people don't know this, but there's no um, requirements for a home inspector in the state of Colorado. So you don't even have to be licensed or certified, but that's really scary because anybody could down the street and be like, hey, I'm your new home inspector. So I picked InterNACHI, which is the best one I've had found. Um, they have a school in Boulder and a school in Florida. And I put myself through that trying to, you know, be better for like I have like my family and make more money for my family and be home with my son and my daughter more, you know, so it's kind of cool. It frees me up. And it also, it's something I enjoy doing, making sure that people have a safe home and something that they're making a wise decision to make a, you know, a big investment. Very true. And so how long have you been doing home inspections? So I actually just started Holdfast as my own boss as a home inspector um, okay. in, it was last year. I'm I'm so lost in how many how, how long it's been. <laughs> okay, so that's when I, it's when I first actually now I'm I got become a CPI and got my certification and have my own business. It's been a little over a year, I believe. Okay. So very cool. Which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I mean, especially if you if you have some training, you know, before that definitely helps. It definitely you know, when it comes to home inspections. Yeah. Having having that knowledge of of building and then going in that knowing what to look for. So. Yeah, I think that definitely adds to it because you have some, you've seen some of the, the back end of, you know, home construction. So mm -hmm. able to see maybe some warning signs of maybe bad construction practices that, exactly. you know, <laughs> somebody may not be able to see from the naked eye without that experience. Yeah, totally. So um, a couple questions um, just on, you know, um, what type of approach do you take when it comes to home inspections? Um, so um, actually, so I follow a standard of practice. Um, so it's pretty interesting. So it's, it's a kind of a checklist of what we do. Standard of practice and it's and then a code of ethics. So I approach every home the same way as that would be my own home. Um, and so I give my customers this contract with the standard of practice before I, I get there, they can read it over and have any questions. Um, so that they know exactly what we're going in there and what we're doing and what we're looking for and what, so what to expect really. But when I, when I come in to do a home inspection, I always let the, the family know that I have two main priorities that I really, I really think are my two main priorities. Number one is the safety of the family. And that's looking for stuff that is outdated out of code or something that's dangerous. And number two is water intrusion because you'll, it'll bankrupt you, you know, so we check everything from the top to bottom, all the components, because they're all linked together, and make sure that there's nothing harmful or going to cost you a lot of money. But um, that's that's the that's how I basically approach every single home. 
Well, I, I like the point that you made about water intrusion, because especially out here, we have, you know, several different flood zones, and we've been hit with quite a few different floods. And I mean, from what I've been told in the past, if there's water issue that goes untreated, that can turn into mold, which yeah. comes with its own set of hazards and potentially, you know, harmful effects. Yeah, making people sick. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. a no-no. But luckily, you know, like, Nothing's really a deal breaker. Usually it's usually if you can approach it right, you get it fixed or get rid of that mold or it depends how you approach it. Mm -hmm. so. Well, and um, on that topic, I guess, um, of course, you know, with our current state of pandemic, I guess, as they're referring to, I'm sure that's definitely had quite an impact on how you approach a home inspection and different things that you have to do so what type of precautions um do you guys now have to take or have you guys chosen to take when it comes to home inspections so i actually the the first day that we got pretty much locked down um i went and got in sort of certification in the safety for COVID 19 and home inspections so i'm certified in that it's been actually a really big thing for me because a lot of home inspectors are not and a lot of people are afraid of having someone come into their home if it's occupied still and not knowing who's going to be in their home, they might have little ones or family that has, um, you know, they're they're more acceptable to it. So I walk in every day, and I and this is every home. I always walk in with gloves and, and uh, boot, booties, but now I do have um, I even have it right here as my mask. Um, so we come in full masked, um, make sure we wipe all surfaces that we do touch of anybody's type thing, and then we're just we're 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 low risk as home inspectors because we really don't need to have a lot of people there. So now it's more that the agent or the home buyer will be there the last 15 minutes really to kind of go through, ask questions. And, and so we're just trying to keep as low impact as people, as low as many people to be around at the time. Mm -hmm. So we can make the home seller happy and comfortable. And then also the new home buyer happy and comfortable. So what would you say are the most common things that come up as issues that I guess you recommend maybe addressing when it comes to home inspections. What would you say are like the top, top ones that tend to come up a lot? The top couple, um, you know what? And it's, it's something I always try to tell because like <clears throat> dealing with agents, you know, no one wants to be like the deal breaker. So it's kind of like how you approach stuff. <clears throat> like how I am is like, you know, it, it's, it's every home needs um, upkeep because it's constantly deteriorating. You know, there's the elements, there's the sun, the wind, everything. So, and also with that being said, I always tell my my the the clients and the agents that you know ninety nine percent of the time I always call electrician, and why that is is because you know codes change through the years and it's just what why they change is to keep people safe, and they find out new ways to do it. So the AFCI and GFCI is a big thing, and the GFCI is a ground fault circuit interrupter, and that's what's what's required in bathrooms and in kitchens where there's water. So that if you, it's electrical outlet, and if you turn water on or something splashy, it'll cut it before you're electrocuted. Um, the AFCI's arc fault circuit interrupters, that protects you like in your bedroom. So if you plug in a lamp, if it arcs, it'll cut that breaker. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty much 99% of the time, unless it's a newer home, because it's I think 2014 is when that code changed. A lot of people do not have AFCI's. Mm -hmm. so we do recommend as safety for you and your family. But um, it is really interesting, mostly with like older homes, and your homes, people do it yourself. They'll change a an outlet. Well, they'll won't wire, wire it properly. So there's no ground, or that's reverse polar, polarity, or you know something's something's missing there. It's working. It's working, but it's actually dangerous. So 
that's I you know it's so funny it's probably ninety percent of the time I have to call an electrician after that because it's just they have to come and repair these things very simple not deal breakers but it's the best to do mm-hmm. but um, that's my number one and number two is flashing I see a lot of wrong flashing on roofs okay yeah. I know the electrical one have I've seen come up quite a bit with I've seen like you mentioned people do a lot of do it yourself ones. I've seen come up on a lot of inspections, people will put in the three prong grounded outlets mm-hmm. where there's not actually a ground. <laughs> so people, you know, may be tempted to plug something in thinking that there's actually a ground because it's on there and there's actually not even a ground wire source to the outlet. And that yeah. of course creates its own it's really, set that's of really problems. Yeah, it's really interesting that you, I mean, because I, I, I see it all the time. You'll see like three of them out of four that are wired properly, then all of a sudden there's that one that you have to mark you know yeah so. well and really that's all it takes to to start a house fire or you know electrocute somebody or something like that if they start messing with it or a kid you know comes in and sticks something in there it's definitely so, a big one for sure and i think yeah. i think we don't even realize how how much how many there really are like that and how much you have to address that exactly so, so yeah if you, yeah i'm sorry go ahead um, so if you could give, um, you know, buyers looking to purchase a house, um, any kind of tip on how to approach a home inspection, what tip would you give them? You know, like we said, kind of the beginning is a lot of people always think, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go the cheapest route. And I think more what they should do is look at our credentials as a home inspector um, and our reviews um, because you know, a lot of different home inspectors have different credentials. I'm actually a thermologist, which I do thermal imaging and infrared. And what that means is I go with, and I include this with all my inspections for the same price, but I go at the very end of every home inspection. Um, and then I go with infrared camera and look for things that are, that are not visible by the eye. What we would do is measure to see if, you know, there's anomalies behind those walls and then can address it with a different approach saying, and like someone might've came in and they might've put up a new wall and put some paint over it, well, there's a plumbing leak behind there and they're just trying to sell it. So mm-hmm. what we can do is we can actually address it and be like, you know, so it's not a problem later. So it's kind of an extra, an extra thing, but you know, not everybody does thermal imaging. So I think when people go into um, looking for a home inspector, they should see like, you know, what is this guy's credentials? What's his reviews? You know, not necessarily what's his price um, because a lot of us do different things. There's people that do drones. There's, um, you know, I actually like to be on top of the roof and touch it instead of look at it with a camera far away so I can actually get up there and touch it and see what the actual thing is, what's going on. So that's how I would say it's more like people's credentials and reviews. No, I think that's definitely a good point. I, I like the, the thermal imaging and I think that can almost even apply when it comes to you looking at windows because I mean, with our cold weather out here and a lot of, you know, maybe older houses that we have, they may have those older windows that if they're not sealed properly, they're letting out a lot of your hot air and they can potentially increase your heating bill exactly. by quite a bit. And if you know about that ahead of time, you can either, you know, take that into account or just, you know, maybe negotiate something or at least know that that's something you're going to expect if you choose to move forward with that house for sure. You know, I love that tool. That tool is amazing. Not, not only like, like I said, like what you're saying, you can be more efficient with your, your energy. Uh, I can find efficiencies or also, you know, looking at the electrical panel, 
what I do is I put a load on those and I can, I can look at wiring and I can look at your, your all stuff like that. So I can tell like, man, this breaker is really hot and it needs to be changed. So it works a lot of different ways for us. It's a, a big, big help. Yeah, definitely. sounds like there's a lot of uses and ways that it could be a very valuable resource for sure. So what tip on that note would you have for sellers? You know, most sellers, of course, they hear home inspection and most of them think, oh my God, they're going to tear my house apart and, you know, whatnot. So what advice would you give sellers when they're preparing for a home inspection? For home sellers, you know what, it, it's kind of the same thing I was talking about before is that every single home, there's, there's always something wrong. There's always gonna be something right. No, no home's perfect, you know, because I'd say that they they deteriorate over time. They need upkeep all the time. So anybody being like, my my house is perfect, you know, it's kind of like they should kind of get real. It's like you know, like it's they're constantly wear and tear and need repair. So I think you know, uh, as a home seller, it's always smart actually to get a pre-home inspection before you sell too. So you kind of know what what they're gonna come at you with, you know. So when I'm doing a home inspection, I see a, a, a furnace that's 30 years old you know, I'm going to be like, I'm obviously going to point this out. Like I'm going to still going to test it, but I'm also going to point out to the, the home buyer that it's at the end of its lifespan. You know, it needs to be upkeep. It can still last, but it's still working probably at the time. But instead of buying that new couch, when you move in, maybe you put some more money aside to buy your furnace, you know, if it's not negotiated, but the home seller also should be like, you know, this is at the end of its life. So that's something I, I I'm aware that might be, a, I'd be, might be approached with. That's, that's a good point. You know, it's, you know, would definitely be, you know, a good idea to, if somebody wanted to do that, do that. So that, like you said, you, they know what to expect and they're not, you know, caught off guard with this laundry list of things, you know, because of course, if you're living in the home and there's defects to it, you kind of just tend to, you're, you're used to it yeah, and you don't really pay as much of attention and you start to think as the home inspection comes up, something that may not be a big deal to you because you've just been living with it is could potentially be a bigger deal than even you realize as the homeowner. Yeah, no, that's so true. You know, actually I did, I did one the other, uh, the other day that uh, I wanted to go back and tell the homeowner that was living in it, like, hey, by the way, I see this home inspection and your hot water heater was in the wrong place with no TPR uh, valve down, down pipe, but it's pointing directly out this door into the baby's crib and it's an oh old water heater and I was like oh my goodness if this is gonna go you'd just be going into this baby's crib yeah. and so I came back and made a note of it even though it's you know, it's 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 the client's report I still was like I as a home inspector I kind of want to be like you need to know about this this is yeah, scary that could be that could be ugly yeah yeah you know so but there's always like you said if you're living in it and things are deteriorating you might not be constantly aware of what's happening mm -hmm. so. very true so now let's get into a couple more, you know, personal questions about you. Nothing too, too intricate. Um, so what or who um, is a person that most inspires you? Ooh, that's really interesting. My father, his work ethic, growing up, you know, watching him work so hard. And my mother as well. They're both, they work really hard for everything we've always had. And, you know, and to, to really give it your all, you know, so they, when I started first doing home inspection, going to school, I was like, wow, this is a lot of stuff, but they really inspired me and encouraged me. And um, my girlfriend too, she's awesome. She pushes me. They, they all give me uh, um, encouragement. So. Well, it sounds like you have a great support system. Yeah. And I think that's important for sure. Very true. Um, so what is your favorite movie and why? Oh my goodness. 
That's a hard one. Um, <laughs> it is called Itman. And people think it's called IP Man, but it's called Itman. And that's actually about my grandmaster. I'm actually a martial artist as well. So that's why Very I love that. Cool. Okay. that my piece. husband would love you then. He's <laughs> a big fan of, of Ip Man. Yeah. You watch all the martial arts movies and all the Ip Man movies, even the one that just came out. And he was super mm -hmm. excited. Oh, that's yeah, all, all the research. So def that's a good movie. I really like those movies. They're my favorites. I, I, yeah, I think they're not as popular, but they definitely are really good movies. I, I always enjoyed them. So is there anything else um, that you would like to share with my listeners? To share about, um, about the business? About, about the business, about yourself, which either one. You know, I was actually thinking about this last night. So I had two home inspections the last two days and two reports yesterday. And it was so such a blessing. I got to sit down with my son, he was eight, eight months and, and sit and play with him and roll around, be happy. And I'm, I just finished work at three o'clock and I'm at home with my family, which is such a blessing. And uh, it's like, you know what? Like, I'm really happy that I, I get to do this job. I take it seriously. And, and uh, I just think that it's, it's so cool that I get, to, I get to work really hard, something I like to do and I enjoy doing and helping people and then being at home to see my family. So. Very cool. Well, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Hey everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please share it with a friend and don't forget to send me any questions you have real estate related using the hashtag ask Adriana O and I'll be sure to find time to answer them on one of my future podcasts. Thanks again, guys, and I hope you have a wonderful day.